All right, everybody. Welcome back to Talk of the Now. This is Gene, your lovely host, and I'm back again with Jason. There you are, Jason. There I am. There you are. And you're not in your car. True. I know. It's weird. I do know how to talk outside of my car, yes. And you're not in some other person's house this time. True. With a cat. Last time you were with a cat, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And by the way, I did note that um, I think, and I have to double check on this, that Zoom only allows 30 minutes, maybe, before they cut you you off. Yeah, you can adjust it, but yeah. Well, at the very least, um, tonight I don't plan to go more than 25-ish minutes, but um, we could always let it cut us off, and then we'll we'll get it in the editing. But but that won't work when we do our official live stream one day. Ooh, that's true. We're, we're gonna do a, we're gonna do a Facebook live stream one day for our oh lord for our friends. They'll probably we'll probably get at least three friends out of like a thousand people probably tuning yeah. in, and that'll include me and you, and maybe someone else. <laughs> so um, continuing Jason's lie that he is in the shipping business and that he's really a secret agent that we all know. Um, he had to work overtime tonight. I did. <laughs> What's your excuse this time, James Bond? Oh, you know how it is with Q branch. They're always coming to me late with all their gadgets. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I, I think our best episode will be where we spend 10 minutes um, trying to imitate Michael, Michael Caine. And, uh, uh, Michael Caine, yes. <laughs> there's a, I watched a um, good episode of... Um, what was her name? Carol Burnett. I can't even say that name. Carol Carol Burnett. Carol Burnett show. It's always been hard for me to say Carol Burnett. Um, and uh, they did a whole um, like mini skit on a lady that was showing another person. It was like a musical. And she showed the lady how to speak Cockney. And you got to look it up on YouTube. And she was basically saying, "You do your ouch like this, why?" And then it was, it was all, it was very clever. I was just very impressed with how well they did it. And you know, by the time, because Carol was like trying to go along with this lady, and I don't remember who she was, but she was English, and she was trying to teach her through song how to do a Cockney accent. It was, it was, it was cool. It was like, wow, they're really just through. If you do the rules that they teach you, then you're there. <laughs> I know that's yeah. very exciting. It's exciting, exciting stuff right there. It's, it's very you had to be there. So what's um, what's on the what's been on the agenda? Just working today? Yeah, actually in the office. So I left the office at nine. So you left your office at nine p.m. Yep. <clears throat> wow, that's Our hybrid. Nice. Work part of the week from home. Work part of the week from the office now. How many days a week do you go in? uh it'll be like if it weren't for the holiday this week it would have been three days in two days from home and then next week it'll switch to three days from home two days in so i'll just keep going back and forth like that okay you know i've always been a fan of not being in the office every day of the week yeah i'm i'm, I'm liking that too like i i don't mind if they made me go they don't make me go in at all but if they made me go in like you know to me, going in two days a week, three days a week is way better than going in, you know, four yeah. days a week. Or it's much yeah. better than five days a week, 
you know, 52 weeks of the year. I'd much rather be able to stay home two or three days a week, especially in Atlanta. Yep. Agreed. You probably felt like you got a raise last year with your being working from home all the time. Uh, very saving, much so. Saving gas. Raising stress and gas. Yes. 45 yeah. minutes to get there in the morning and an hour and 15 <clears throat> to get home. Right. Yeah. So. Well, let's not talk about, I guess we could do a podcast one day on the smells. It's exciting. Yes. I know all the listeners are, are loving our, our man, our analysis. Look, yes. I've looked at the analytics and I know I go through this every time we yes. have, I don't know if you've downloaded it, but I've, I've seen 30 downloads of all, all the podcasts that I've done so far. I've only got six of them up. So either I'm doing it in my sleep or you're doing it in your sleep or somebody's listening. Somebody's listening, yes. Because I've only listened to a few of them a couple of times. <laughs> so somebody out there, I mean, maybe it's like the um, people behind the scenes at, you know, iTunes Definitely. or something like that or Zoom or. Well, if they're getting entertained, it doesn't matter. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I totally lost my thought about what I was going to say. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say something before I mentioned that. This is like our. This is like a real conversation. <laughs> I think it is a real conversation. It is a real conversation. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, I talked to uh, Scordino, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's been doing heartbeat. I I sent him a Facebook message, asking him if he wanted to come on. I might have him come on just to do like a semi, who are you kind of thing, like we did with your first one. Um. Yeah, but I may also have him come on at some random point while we're talking, yeah. and you never know. And Scordino might jump in on the call. Oh my gosh, it'd, be, it'd become the Jeff Scordino show. Yes, and then we'll be laughing for twenty minutes. He, he anyone listening, he is our very much like Robin Williams' friend. Uh, very stream of consciousness comedy, and it's really, it's really is fun to be around. And he's only about two or three levels away from looking like him too. True, true. I mean, yes. does he not have that? I mean, he's not as big as, say, you know, right. he's not a huge guy like um, Chris Farley, but right. like he has that sort of. He's the, kind of a John Belushi. Well, that's more. what I was going to say. John Belushi, Chris Farley, you know, the, the, yeah. the random sort of um, people that came on to SNL back in the yeah. past that were like. They're, the, they're sort of like the Michael Jordan that comes on to the court and everybody's like, okay, let's just get out of his way and let him do his thing. Like right. To, to yeah. me, that's how I look at John Belushi and maybe, you know, yeah. Chris Farley, maybe even right. uh, maybe even Will Ferrell to some extent. But, yeah, yeah, definitely Will Ferrell, actually, I would say, yeah. But Will is a different – yeah. They can take, Will, anybody that can take over and, and just start going stream of consciousness is very – that's a talent, you know. Well, Will wasn't – he wasn't quite as much slapstick in some ways or as much, right? you know, like, you know, John Belushi can make you laugh without saying anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, you can just walk in the room and you're laughing, yeah. But Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell to me was like the ace at doing characters. I mean, even if they weren't accurate characters or people that right. were – didn't like, matter. It was just funny. You know, I, I know very little about Robert Goulet, but his Robert yeah. Goulet – Imitation yeah. still makes me crack up. Oh yeah, <laughs> he did oh, yeah. his uh, Goulet. Uh, yep, you know thing montage. Oh yeah, <laughs> Goulet. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's so dumb. Um, so I was thinking about um, Ta 
topics. Hot topics. Hot topics. Hot, not hot topics today. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. What's your... Not the story you get all the comic book stuff, yeah. What's your hot take? What's the hot take on this or that? And I couldn't think of any. <laughs> no? <laughs> I can't think of any. That's why we're talking about... Uh, Random stuff, yeah. That, that's why we're talking about a Will Ferrell, Robert Goulet imitation that he did in 1998, probably. Oh, nice backdrop. I like the um, the fireplace. Right. If I play Yaza, and for nobody that, and I don't even know this, yeah, yeah, can't see, (laughs) but hey, it's it's very, very evening at the improv brick wall right now. (laughs) Yeah, Um, you know, I um, I know our podcast is silly, but I also do more serious podcasts sometimes in between. I don't know if you've even looked at it, Jason, but I've done one on Memorial. I did one on Memorial Day the other day. Good. Basically talking about the history of Memorial Day. Another word that I have struggle saying. Memorial Day. Uh, A lot of M's. And I went through basically the um, the conflicts of America, uh, the the major conflicts of America, and I went through the impact that they have on our society and freedom. And I thought that that was something that we need to talk about because I don't yep. think that enough people, especially people that are probably under fifty. Yeah, 45 can really don't don't incriminate ourselves, Gene. Yeah, maybe 40. (laughs) I I, there's there's plenty of people that are 10 years old that understand Memorial Day and what it means, but I don't think that there's enough people that look into you know what the purpose, reason, scope of Memorial Day is about. You know, too many of them think that oh, it's a reason for me to go to the beach for three days, drink beer you know, flirt with girls and, you know, grill out. <laughs> right. Or, you know, maybe sit at home and drink beer oh. and grill out. Gene, Gene, that's, that's every weekend. No, I'm kidding. I'm just joking. <laughs> For some people. Yeah, no. Okay. So, I mean, the pure confession time. Yep. I was this week old when I realized that um, Memorial Day is actually for fallen soldiers i know that's ignorance, yes. but i did not yes. actually realize that's the veterans point. day is for anybody who served memorial day is for fallen yeah right which i do like to honor people that are veterans on memorial day anyway just because yeah they will they'll will, they'll eventually die <laughs> so they'll eventually be a yes. you know once a soldier always 10, a soldier 10 10 out of 10 10 people die yes 10 out of 10 people die <laughs> exactly unless your name is jesus Fruit. or elijah you know right um but, oh, I was going to say, though, one day I do want to get into more with you. I mean, I'll do it on my own, but I get into more of a uh, theological, our own yeah. theological beliefs and systems of thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're both Christians and we both admit being a Christian. And not only that, we might be one of the few minorities in this country that are actually conservative evangelical Christians. If that's even if there's any meaning in that word now whatsoever. I don't even know if there's meaning in that that term anymore. <laughs> There's a lot more meaning than you think. Jim. I mean, is cat dog is up down nowadays? I don't know. <laughs> mm. You know, I, I mean, there is, but you know what I mean? Yes. I feel yeah. like I hit, you know, I feel like I read something and they'll say coming from a conservative viewpoint that, and I mean that in theological terms, and I'll be like, that's not what I believe. 
or I'll see something and it'll be like, you know, this is what the evangelicals in this realm are saying. And I'm like, that's not, that's not what I think of an evangelical. I don't know. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I just feel like sometimes it's so many terms get convoluted nowadays. It's almost like the term Christian, Christian or Christianity is so obscure nowadays. You just want to be like, just call me a Jesus follower. You know, I mean, because like some people you see that are like, they'll claim to be a Christian and you're like, okay, 99.5% of what you've told me you believe is not Christianity, yet you're calling yourself a Christian. Mm. So. People like to toss words around these days. We know that. And labels. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's for sure. You know what, though? I think that if you go to a Cleflo Dollars church, I think that you'll be good to go for Mm. (laughs) your theological needs. I don't know. How would you feel if you're church, if you're a pastor? And I don't mean to make fun of him because I'm sure he has some great people in his church. How how would you feel if your pastor showed up and said, "Hey, guess what? I just uh, just bought a brand new um, private jet. <laughs> I think we're doing good at our church." Now, if he was using that private jet to fly, you know, doctors without borders in, or to fly missionaries, and was purely buying it for that purpose, okay. But we know he's not. (laughs) So, yeah. 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 I mean, that's just so out of the realm of just. It's it's just silly is the word I call it. Silly. It's silly materialism. But Mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, we're we're all guilty of it at some point, I guess. I saw. Yeah, that's true. I saw an interesting um, and I don't recall the name of it. It was on um, Amazon. I watched I watched it with my wife and it was this uh, documentary about christianity and it was made from evangelical perspective like most of the people they interviewed were you know some of our audience may not know people like rc Sproul, or even um you know some of the conservative um amazon yeah it was an amazon prime uh documentary and it was really good but they also interviewed they they interviewed um a guy that is benny hen's nephew and i don't remember his name the guy is he's a conservative christian and so he came from that background of being in benny hen like he 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 kind of confessed you know here's what it was like here's what we did here's how it went you know and he had a lot of skepticism but you know it was interesting to hear from somebody that i mean he was he came across as just as conservative as your typical person you would find in you know any conservative circle of christianity Hmm. But he was a really interesting guy. And, you know, he was skeptical as could be about Benny Hinn and their ministry and everything. He said, no, it's all fake. They don't know what they're doing. They're just, they're just making, it's all just smoke and mirrors basically is what he was saying. Right. Which is right. no surprise to most people. But yeah, no. <clears throat> um, the interesting thing to me though about it that I find is he was basically <laughs> said that Benny is, he always treated people in his circle. Well, like, he said that, you know, like you would think a lot of those people, he, he was like, you know, he treated me very well. You know, yeah, I was living, you know, riding, driving Mercedes Benz's, you know, in ministry, whatever, you know, brand new luxury cars and all this kind of, you know, stuff. But he was like, Benny did not treat people bad behind the scenes. Like he wasn't a jerk to people and he wasn't a jerk to his family. Or at and least you, that's good to know. Yeah. I just thought that that was kind of interesting that at least Benny had you know, at least that he was being a lot of times you hear about these people in a celebrity or in the news and 
you hear that they're total jerks or whatever. And I just thought I don't that remember. That was, yeah. I don't remember the um, documentary I watched, but it was about this strange and a lot of people, if they're older listening to us, probably remember this, this strange cult thing with this uh, gentleman from India that was, they wound up eventually moving into a small town in Oregon and taking it over and then eventually like taking over and changing the name of the town, no matter what the regular residents thought. Really? And it was a very much a, I don't know what you want to call it, like a new age cult. And, you know, of course it was a lot of hedonism, a lot of hedonism mm. um, and a bunch of that stuff. And it was a strange thing that I'd never heard about it, but I, it was during our lifetimes, but looked like we were, it was in the eighties. So we were probably too young to really like remember it. Right. But um, I mean, it got up to where Peter Jennings and other people like that were reporting on it. Um, hmm. And it turns out like you, you want to hate the guy who started it because he's, you know, leading. It's a cult. But the people around him just went crazy. Oh, Gene, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, yeah. Your picture just went out. Yeah, my <laughs> uh, my fancy phone, my fancy camera just uh, quit on me. So now I got to go to the granular one oh not, hey there it is not to fear though i have a webcam in the year 2000 <laughs> there's my hand uh, talk to the hand because um, the face don't want to listen um anyway it was an, it was an interesting one i can't i it was like wild oh it's called like wild wild country is what it was called it's interesting to read because you you realize that some of these guys even though they're leading uh a non-christian very secular cult type thing aren't always bad guys you know we just assume it you know right they're like they're, not that you know there aren't 20 million you know we anybody can be a good person it's not about what you do but it's just interesting like you said with benny and you think oh they're jerks they're twisted they're they're you know maniacal behind the scenes or whatever they're not always that way which is also dangerous because it sucks you in like you know i mean mm -hmm. we could talk about other things like that you could talk about Hey, um, <laughs> you know, you could talk about uh, what was that the one called? Um, Nexium. That's another one. Not the Maxim medicine. No, Nexium. No, Nexium. Ah, yeah. Look, look that up. That's a, a weird branch of some, some some stuff. There's all these kind of groups, right? That that form, and you. It all comes from, and what I've because I've actually went down many rabbit holes. Like, you know, I know we all do when you go on YouTube or you go to look for something and you want to know more. Mm -hmm. They're all have, they all have similar things about them. Any of these cults or strange religious groups have similar things. And it stems from long to something people wanting to be loved. And that's really, <clears throat> you know, it's kind of, kind of a human condition. I mean, any, anyone from, Jim Jones to Manson to all of them. It was about people that were feeling right. outcast by their family or whoever, and, you know, weren't looking to God. Obviously they were looking for somebody to be their God. And, you know, it's, it can get easily twisted around and even some of the most well-intentioned things and things that start from Christianity can become that way. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you have different things around the, even our own country that are like that, you know, your Brownsville revivals, your Bethel churches, all those, stuff. you know, that stuff that can produce like some good things out of it. But when you look at the, the, 
the root of it. It's not, it's not banging. And I know this is dipping into our, you know, future theology <laughs> um, topic, but I don't since, mind. You said you, since you said you didn't have a topic, I yeah, just, I I've, I've, been, I've been researching a lot of this stuff, like misconceptions about things, you know, like we were taught certain things about things in our history, like Manson or like Jim Jones, obviously Jim Jones was a totally different thing, but right. they're all very similar in the mantras that these guys are speaking. Your L Ron Hubbard's your, you know, all these people that start and now just said L Ron Hubbard, which means, you know, we're going to be hunted now. Um, but um, I didn't say it. <clears throat> I know, <laughs> but you know, all these people that, that, that people follow have very similar mantras. You can, you can like almost predict what they're going to say next. Right. Um, you know, like follow me, I'm going to give you this. I know you didn't have this. I'm going to give you this. If you only do this, you'll get, you know, enlightenment or whatever. And it's just really crazy how similar they all are. The more I watch those little documentaries or do the research, you know, we were taught, Oh, Oh, you know, this, this guy was a Satanist or this guy did all this. It's like, well, no, he was just a manipulator. He was mm -hmm. a manipulative person. I mean, yeah. Sorry, that's a hard word to say too, Gene. Manipulative person who right. got people who were weak. He he knew how to find their weaknesses and where they needed him, and he would be that person for them. And that's just that's every cult, like I said, from before Manson, Manson, Jim Jones, all these guys. You know, your uh, David Koresh's. You know, whether we, you know, whether you agree with what the government did there, which is very questionable with that whole branch Davidian thing. The yeah. guy was crazy. The guy was crazy. <laughs> and he was, you know, he was a colleague. I mean, it's, but you, you wonder like, okay, what is this? It's like, you know, we know everybody and, and even us to an extent, we all want to belong to something. And it's, it's very easily, it's very easily <clears throat> twisted mm -hmm. and thrown back at you. You know, even my mom, when we were watching the, the little mini series that they had, which was, um, uh, helter skelter and american myth mom and i were watching that and you know it took her back to the 60s she says you know what she said i don't know if if i had just happened to be in california at that time i might have been convinced. you never know right um it's just saying like it's it's out there and i don't know i just thought that i just thought it's interesting because i i had been doing a lot of down the rabbit hole on that and researching well, yeah. and you know i was yeah i agree i was watching something I was watching a YouTube video the other day, and I won't mention what it was, but the um, the two guys who were talking, and it reminded me of something as a Christian, as a as a Christian who's very much historic Christianity. That's what I follow. Um, yeah, you know, Jesus is my savior. You know, most people know that stuff. I guess right. I don't know, but <laughs> I, the extent to which people think, like, okay, one person basically said that. Um, he felt that um, when he dies, I don't know what happens. I don't know. Maybe I just, uh, maybe there is something out there and maybe I end up on this place or whatever. And then the other person that was talking, um, he was saying something to the extent of basically it was more um, uh, atheistic in a way. Not that he's an atheist. It was just, he was saying, I, I just don't think anything happens, you know? And I found that interesting because um, the guy that did say that, I'm, I don't know what happens. He very much, even after he said the point that I don't know what happens or um, maybe something happens, maybe it doesn't happen. 
he, he basically came to the point where, you know, a lot of times it comes down to people trying to say that their good outweighs their bad. I mean, that right. in the circles that you and I go in, that's always the disclaimer of what people say. And a lot of times I think nah, that's not what people think, but it really is. I think a lot of people think that I'm going to put my, my chips in this field that like, I guess a lot of times they're saying they're thinking that my chips are in the field that nothing happens. You know, there's no way of telling I need scientific proof, whatever. And then the other side, they, they, they're saying, but if something does happen, I'm just going to try to make sure that I treated people well, the best that I know how, um, which in a practical sense, you know, life lesson that that is what you want to do. Treat the people that, you know, leave the ba- leave the place better than you found it, so to speak. Um, but I just think that that is interesting that even someone that does not claim Christianity or any religion for that matter, um, still wants to let his good works outweigh his bad works. And that will be, even if he doesn't go to any kind of heaven or hell, what his life legacy will be. Right. And you just described the quote unquote theology of some of the biggest cults in the world, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, Mormonism. I mean, it teaches, it's very much a works-based situation um, on many levels. Um, And a lot of times it's wrapped up in something nice. Like you said, it's something you should do anyway. You Mm -hmm. know, it's something that's a good thing to do, like treating people well, you know, not doing this, doing that, you know, whatever. It's wrapped up in that charity, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They'll wrap up deceit in a nice little wrapper, you know, of good works, basically, and and give it to people and say this is this is what you should do. Right. Um, and it's it's not based on there's no there's no grace and faith in there. It's just what you do. It's what you do. You know. Yeah, I think a hard part for us in the uh, Christian community is that a lot of Christians think that way. This guy does not claim yeah. Christianity. He does not claim, if anything, he may claim to be slightly agnostic. Yeah. But he's not our problem in a lot of ways. Our problem <laughs> is with people that misunderstand yep. Christianity, but they think yeah. that way. They think uh, that, Yeah, I agree. You know, like they, they um, you know, it, to me, it's a sad commentary when a person that is a non-Christian knows just as much about Jesus as you do, yet your misunderstanding of Jesus and the gospel is just as bad as his or hers, Yep. whatever. But um, anyway, well, there you go, Jason. We talked about theology anyways for a minute. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, nothing else to talk about. Let's talk about something that's stupid. Um, Celebrities. Um, So I hear Ellen DeGeneres has been canceled. No, I heard that um, her, they're canceling her show or she is canceling it or retiring. Well, we're gonna they're gonna say that she's retiring, but it's just like anything else. Yeah. You know, I'm sure she was forced out. And uh for many reasons, I've I listened to some other news reports that give some other facts on things or some other ideas of things that are going on. I've heard um, behind the her. scenes she's a jerk. People have said that. Well, yeah, Th- that's, that was that's, the thing. Yeah. And I think that's part of it. It made it easier. To mm-hmm. kind of kick her to the curb when she was already a jerk, you know, um, which is not what she portrayed on her show. Like kindness anything. is sort of her mantra, right? Like be kind to people. Right. But, you know, a lot of people. I mean, we all do it. We're, I mean, we're all, you know, obviously 
sinful when we have that part in us, but it's it's the the people that it's either one thing or that they either project what they're doing onto somebody else and say, oh, they're horrible because they do this when that person's not doing it and they're just really doing it themselves. Mm-hmm. Or they try to cover it up. They try to cover up everything with this, oh, get me, I'm the kind one. I'm the kind one. They have to, it's like everything they do has to convince you that they are right. that way so you know they're not. I mean, isn't the- I mean, isn't it always a grain of salt though, especially when it comes to like mega celebrities like her that, you know, yeah. I mean, she's clearly got like people that adore her. And of course, I mean, so I would, I tend to think, and you know, not being there, we don't know what happened, but I tend, I would tend to think that there's probably somewhat of a, uh, people that, you know, they just want, they, they just want to stir up the pudding, so to speak, you know, like you, maybe some intern said, you know, maybe she says something to an intern once or twice that says something to the fact, okay, please do it. I have a headache right now. And, and she took that and just ran with it, you know? I mean, I'm sure she's probably said a lot of things to a lot of people from what I hear. But, uh, you know, there are there are rumors of her involvement in some other things. And this is the network kind of uh, with the little CYA um, mm-hmm. to kind of limit the uh, the damage that's going to happen when yeah. things are revealed about the fact of the matter that she's on a certain person's flight list um, who had an island. Uh We'll just uh, say that. That way, I'm not saying anything. I didn't say uh, incriminating. I didn't say any names. I need uh, one of the. I, I need one of those things that said the views in there. Yeah, expressions are not. Well, come on. I mean, we know she. <laughs> we all saw. You can look at the list. It's public, and she's on it. I mean, well, anybody that anybody involved in that's going to probably have some a lot of collateral damage coming down. But whatever list that is that we're talking about. Um, you know, figure that out for yourselves, people, without us using our any, any specific names, because you know we don't want to we don't want to put it there. We just don't want to put you know this this, this podcast right. there, right, Gene? It's, right. It's, we're not talking. About, it's not. I mean, it is an issue, but it's not. Again, all I'm saying is there could be many reasons, like you said, we're not there. We don't know all the facts, which is yeah. a lot of things in the world. We don't know the, all the facts too that we exactly. just we're trying we're trying to infer from what the lamestream media is telling us, you know, the um, lamestream media, <laughs> what they are. Uh, I believe, I, I believe them about as far as I can throw them. By, um, by the way, your, your camera is like shaky knees times two. I, I need to get you a, a um, tripod at some point. Uh, I feel like I'm watching. Uh, um, I feel Witch. like I'm watching uh, no, not that or worse. Maybe uh, I'm cold <laughs> and hungry and hunted. No. <laughs> what, was the, what was the goofy one with the, um, Oh gosh, the outer, the uh, alien one, the. Uh... Oh, oh, that was um, Cloverfield. Cloverfield, yeah, it's Cloverfield. Bad for a minute there. Sorry, I was, I was, I thought I was holding it steady in my my arm here on the armrest, but yeah. Well, it's shaky, um, steady, then yes. <laughs> thank you, dude. Uh, ask because uh, I'm getting old. Leave me alone. Um, no, um, you no, know, there's right. just things. There, there are things like we have to remember that you know we only know what we're told right now. Right. And on anything, on anything, honestly. And yeah. it's always been like that. That's and why I say grain to, of salt. Right. Exactly. I agree with you. I say you right. take everything with a grain of salt, period. Um, Especially when that, it comes from third party things that don't even involve you, like Ellen, for that's example. That's getting filtered through some liberal media companies, you know, 
editors, you know, or just like really. Well, I agree with you. Yeah. It's yeah. just, I'm speaking specifically about celebrities. It's like, yeah, we don't know. <laughs> you know, we don't really know. Like, right. why did Tom Hanks and his wife read renders? Why did they switch their, you know, citizenship to Greece? I have no idea. Did they really? I didn't know that. I can only put two and two together. Greece doesn't extradite. I did not know they switched their citizenship. Yep, that happened last year. Tom um, Hanks is no longer an American citizen. Correct. Really? Wow. Okay. Crazy. I know. Huh. Um, He's one of my favorite actors. It, I know, and it's going to be horrible, but just I'm just prepared. Um, but, you know, the thing is, I think the whole point, too, is you don't put people on pedestals, period. But right. we like to do it in our society. And all that's going to happen is you're going to be let down in some way. I mean, even the nicest person is still a person, you know, they're still, you know, and I just, you know, we've seen it with pastors. I know I've had personal experience with that. Um, mm -hmm. And you see it with anybody and you see it with, you know, America's dad, Bill Cosby. I mean, come on. Um, Even though we don't know all the facts in that one, but we still, we still know that, something happened i'm not gonna lie i missed my bill cosby imitations but i i, I can't I do, do it now it's like now you feel horrible i just don't um, feel it just doesn't feel the same when i say pudding pop anymore nope nope <laughs> i just and i just it. and it's well it's sad it is sad but you also have to look at it too and what i've kind of started doing is i'm no less sinful than that oh, yeah that's true i'm no i'm no less sinful that is i'm no better than that person who got caught supposedly you know drugging women for a purpose of being aware you know well you know yeah it's like i go ahead i don't know i was just gonna say i I think that um in our society we have gone to i don't know when it hit maybe sometime in the 60s a we went from we're what they call a post-christian society am i right is that the right terminology they say nowadays um So to me, a lot of times societies reflect what the majority of people kind of think, not, not, not necessarily might, what they might be, but what they sort of think. Right. Um, and so I, I tend to think, and it can be for whatever reason in the world, that we'll say post 1970-ish, <clears throat> the, the majority of people, probably more, more so media, whatever, excuse me, they had kind of Christian morals. We'll just call it that. And so um, I tend to think they're like, okay, well, let's just use celebrities for my example. Then we're going to go, but um, wrap it up. That is we'll look at things. People like the way they view celebrities during the golden age of Hollywood, rock Hudson, um, Jimmy Stewart, um, um, Cassidy. Cary Grant. Yeah. Cary Grant. Cary Grant. Um, Orson Welles, people like that, anybody. Um, I don't think that they put them on the kind of pedestal that we put people nowadays because, I mean, they put them on pedestals, but not in, in more. I think that people had a more sober view of what people were, generally speaking, like your average person in 1965 or 1960, if you said, do you like um, Jimmy Stewart? And be like, yeah, I love him. He's a great actor or whatever. But, you know, they, they wouldn't like be, it wouldn't be as much celebrity worship. I mean, there would be, right. but not, you know, as in general terms. And I think that um, nowadays, especially with like the Instagram, YouTube 
celebrity stuff or whatever that goes on Kardashians. It's just not the same anymore to me. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know where I'm going yeah. with that, but it's just, no, I agree with you. I think it's true. Like there's a definite switch and I think there was also a, a definite um, purposeful switch in media coverage around that same time mm-hmm. um, for many reasons. Um, the old mantra in journalism was if it bleeds, it leads. And that goes with stars too. Like if it's, if it's juicy and whatever, you're going to hear about it. Right. Um, kind of sort of started around Kennedy's time. Yeah. So really earlier, um, you know, um, you finally had somebody who looked good on TV and who was young and who was, you know, had a wife that was beautiful. So it all kind of fit with the time frame. And ever since then, it's been this media focus of, we're going to somewhat look past morals and look past the, and, and, and for lack of a better term, help in the erosion of that um, mm-hmm. along with whoever else is, is wanting that to happen. But right. you know what I mean? Like there's, there's all kinds of things involved with that. It's you see to the point where today we see media coverage, obviously driving division and, and other things, but it's, it's also still that stardom. Like, why do we care what celebrities think? Why do we have that whole, that's, that, that's the idea right then back in the day, if if Jimmy Stewart would have said, Hey, go buy war bonds, which he probably did. Right. You would go buy war bonds because you thought, Oh, he's helping us out. He's helping us. That's a good idea. Let's all go do that. It's not like, right. Oh my gosh, he must be the most, you know, virtuous person in the world. It's no, he's, telling us to he's helping us with this ad, ad campaign to do something good it's not it's not like today where you know you're having to you know, they're having to get them to, to push that agenda it wasn't right. really an agenda back then even though it was an agenda but it was not a we'd like to think it wasn't a immoral agenda you know right, right. Um, and it's not nothing they come out and say like oh we're gonna hope these celebrities, you know, help, you know, the celebrities are going to push, you know, sexual content on us. So no, 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 no. It's just done like kind of under the radar um, mm-hmm. that we see or, or other agendas with lifestyles. Again, I'm not going to go into that on here, but right. that we see where things are, are put into shows that didn't need to be there. You know, like, why do we need to see that? You know, why right. do we need to have this, that whole thing? It all kind of goes along with that media coverage and people's worship of, of stars, you know, really, mm-hmm. you know. All right. Well, on that terrible note, let's uh I think we'll terrible wrap note. It up, no, no. But... <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, what's the uh what's the plan for the weekend? You got a date, got a hot date. We gotta always talk about the singleness of Jason until he gets the married. singleness of Jason. See, that sounds like a movie title right there. Um <laughs> the singleness but, of Jason. Uh, I, I'm, I might actually be doing something this weekend. Um oh, okay. Of sorts, you know, might go watch a uh, a certain painter's paintings being projected all over the room thing uh we'll walk through his paintings oh i do i'd like to see that that seems pretty cool i've heard about that yeah i'm doing that on saturday um Hmm. so i will let you know how it is but yeah it's a okay yeah that's 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 my exciting life other than that it's listening to live music whenever i can all right all right well let's thanks for joining us again jason (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right well thanks for i know we really do have to end it but uh thanks for joining us again on talk of the now podcast and uh we'll see you next time bye jason bye